The Fade You Podcast is a sports betting show for the everyday better. Whether you're a total degenerate or you're just looking for a little action, we are so glad you're here and checking out our show, whether you're brand new or you've been with us for a while. Enjoy the show. Fade You. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the Fade You Podcast, recording on Wednesday, August 16th. We are doing NFL Undervalued Teams Part 2 today, and we are so happy to be back with another Fade You Pod and happier to be just closer and closer to football. So we got to thank everybody who is watching this on YouTube. I know a couple people confirmed with me today they were going to watch on YouTube. So we're going to watch for him in the comments. Matt here, I'm going to crack my beverage. Word up. Chris loves that. And we'll introduce the Fade You Dads. Kmart's here. Chris Duke is here. Joe's back. Joe, we're, we're super glad to have you back, Dad. How's it going? Fantastic, man. But not as good as this kid that just got tattooed in the nuts right now on the Little League yeah, World so, Series. So right before we hit record, Joe's <laughs> watching the Little League World Series. So what happened to my man over there? He just swung and tipped a ball, or the batter swung, tipped, and it just nailed the kid, the catcher, right in the balls. And he just, like, wow. dropped to his knees, and you're like, holy crap, he is dead. Sperm count shrinking in that kid, unless his nuts haven't dropped yet. Then he's good. Christ. <laughs> Chris, Chris, you're a big softball guy. You ever worry about that when you're playing softball? You're just taking one right to the to the boys? A little bit, a little bit. I feel bad for sometimes in this league I play, and they used to have a rule it was an out if you went up the gut at the pitcher. This one doesn't have any of those rules. You can take one off, beam the pitcher off their leg, uh, and it's still like a ball in play. So I'm always worried those pitchers are going to get one right up the gut. No chest gear, nothing. Crazy, uh, brutal. Kmart, ever any danger of taking a, a nut shot in, in your years of playing sports? Surprisingly, like I've never taken a ball to the nuts. I mean, incidental, like going through the lane in basketball for sure. I've probably dished them out a lot more than I've received. Um, but I do remember one time in Little League, like there was a really shitty throw at second, and I went to catch it, and somehow it just missed the heel of my glove. But I caught it between my legs, just below my nutsack, and everyone's like, "Where's the ball?" I was like, "Does this count since it's not moving?" I was worried about it when I played hockey, uh, both from a puck. I mean, obviously you're wearing a fucking cup. So from the puck and then guys will also, cause you know, these guys are playing these adult hockey leagues. Like they're out there to live their NHL fantasy and they'll play all dirty and shit. And you guys know what a cup check is? Of course. It's It's a stick right down in the, uh, in the treasure chest right there. and uh, I cup check yeah. Chris every time I see him. Not that's a hockey stick, though. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, uh, that's just uh, the loser quarterback. That's the Bosco special. <laughs> Anyways, hopefully, uh, what team's he playing for, Joe? Uh, he's playing for uh, Wendy's right now. He's a fry cook. <laughs> Well, we hope uh, we hope he's all right. We hope he can have children someday. But, anyways, 
Thanks for joining the Fade You podcast. Uh, last week, we did Undervalued NFL Teams Part 1. Uh, we talked about, trying to remember, Chris had Bears, uh, Kmart had Steelers, and then we talked a little bit of Panthers and Titans at the end of last week's show. So if you didn't listen to last week's pod, uh, go and check that out. We're going to add to our list of potential undervalued teams this week, and then uh, we'll maybe shift gears a little bit on the next show. So let's jump in. Joe, you've missed the last couple of these. Who do you want to nominate for undervalued going into 2023? I would like to nominate our favorite GIF, which is the Denver Broncos and that hilarious horse head GIF that we always post every time we bet on the Broncos. Uh, Yeah, dude, I think everybody's down on them. And this is what solidified my choice is I was watching that dipshit Colin Cowherd the other day. And he was ranking his top five most likely to implode NFL teams. Guess what was number one? The Denver Broncos. Yes, there's the gift, Chris. So I think I just think it's a huge bounce back year. Uh, everything's in place. I mean, they, they were a decent team. They just couldn't fucking score last year. They had the 32nd ranked uh, points per game, 32nd and third down percentage. Worst in team history, by the way. Most sacks in the NFL. Dude, they were just pathetic on offense, and they actually improved once Hackett got fired. Now you inter- you put Sean Payton in that role. I think he's going to dial some shit up. I think Russell's going to go back. Maybe not like Pro Bowl, All Pro form, but I think he's going to throw more than sixteen touchdowns this year. And rumor has it he s- slimmed down a little bit. He was like thick with six C's last season. He couldn't <laughs> really move. And then also, if you look at like the, I was trying to think about like other teams that have changed. Uh, coaches and improved immediately. Look at your 2016 Rams, Jeff Fisher, four and 12, 2017 McVay, 11 and five. That's the kind of scenario I see here. Maybe not 11 and five, but goddamn, Sean Payton can do it. And he's already done it once with New Orleans when he went three and 13. Next season went 10 and six. So it's been done before by Sean Payton. I still believe that Russell Wilson is a top seven quarterback in the NFL, 10. He, he's definitely top 10. I, I, I just think he's going to return to form, and I think they're going to go over eight and a half. And I might do a Joey Cheese UConn ladder, go over nine and a half or plus 180, over 10 and a half or plus 300. Wow. I'll be honest. When Joe shared in the group chat that he was going to do Denver, I was kind of surprised because I didn't think anybody was going to. I thought maybe Chris would touch them because Joe's right. Every single person on earth is down on them, and that's usually right in Chris's wheelhouse. What are your thoughts, Chris? I know you love that Broncos gift. That's probably your most sent gift. If I had to put money on that, how do you feel about uh, Joe's Denver Broncos here? Because they've been so poopy the last year and horribly. So uh, they're always catching thirteen and a half at home against the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. Uh, um, yeah, this year no, the I, most they're catching is six and a half. This year, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I like well, like you know. I mean, my team that I'm going to choose today has a similar, you know, narrative like like we like to do. You know, find a team that nobody's really touched on. Everybody's, ch- you know, chalking up Russ's career, saying he's he's done. So he's he's toast. Especially after didn't he kind of look like shit again in that first preseason game? So yeah, you know, uh, Joe's you know riding that. Their D is always extremely uh, decent. Tough, and, tough uh, at home. Yeah. So, and then, you know, you got to, you got to look like we like to look, look at the division they're in. I mean, um, can they steal one against the chargers? Absolutely. Everybody can steal one against the chargers. 
and uh, then you got the, you know, the the Raiders are supposed to have a down year. So, <clears throat> yeah. My whole thought process, my whole thought process too, was I think they're going to go three and three in their division. And then I looked at the other 11 games, their favorites in seven dogs and four. Um, and then I just went through and kind of looked at ones they should win. They should win four to five. So if they can sneak out one or two more, that's the over. And you got to think like that defense played really well last season. The offense sucked cock. Like if they scored, if they had a half, if they had a 15th ranked offense in the NFL, they're threatening for a playoff spot. It was yeah, that defense, terrible. Defense they were losing like 12 to 9, 11 to 10, shit like that. Come on. What do you think, Kmart? They did add uh, Mike McGlinchey from our Niners. Yeah, screw them. Um, I mean, that's only one of – he and Jimmy are really the only pieces that left. But, I mean, yeah, I agree with Joe. Like, honestly, when he said Denver, I had to, like, think about it because I was like, are they an undervalued team? Because, uh, I don't know, I just feel high on them because I don't feel like Russell Wilson can possibly play that bad again. Defensively, they were one of the best in the league. And, I mean, pretty much like you said, offensively, if they can just do a little bit more, I mean, eight and a half seems, yeah. I think we, we should do the Joey Chief special and just go over, I don't know, 10, 10 and a half. Because, um, I mean, it's pretty good, pretty good team. You know, especially with Peyton at at the helm now. Now, what does scare me though is they lost their defensive coordinator. He went to another team, which is kind of scary. But they did sign Vance Joseph, which he's dece. I think he could get it done. How humble of a human do you have to be to be fired from somewhere as their head coach and then go back there as a coordinator a few years later? Whew. I think he, yeah, for that's, sure. That's some swallowing your pride right there. A uh, quick shout out, Jeff. Jay Buff in the uh, the YouTube comments getting ready for his blackjack heater coming up in a couple nights. Uh, how late are we staying up with Buff at the blackjack table, boys? Uh, All night. I mean, shit. I don't know. <laughs> till, till the sun comes up, I suppose. <laughs> Friday night, then, maybe Saturday, probably. <clears throat> yes, sir. And then uh, shout out Dave in there, too. Dave, you're also undervalued. We appreciate that. Uh, Broncos. So I was actually in Denver in June and we did the stadium tour. We, we toured, what the hell is it called now? Invesco fields. Is that what it, what is it called now? No, it's, is it Invesco QQQ Fuck, field? I was, I was just I think fucking it there. It's not mile I'll high. It's not I'll sports authority. It. I don't know. Anyways, irregardless of what it's called. Irregardless. The and the, the power tour guide. <laughs> Empower field. That's Empower right. Field. So the, I mean, it's always funny when teams own fans have no expectations, right? Like the tour guide was just, he could not stop talking about how shitty they are and how bad last year was and how much everyone thinks they suck. I just want to like, what's, what does the scenario look like where it doesn't go right? Like, is there, is there a non-zero chance that Russ gets benched for Stidham? If he sucks again, I like just, they actually uh, paid, they actually paid Stidham as a backup. Yeah, but the thing is, and Russ is still on his Seattle contract. The one he he signed it doesn't kick in until next year, so they're kind of stuck with him unless he gets they are hurt. Absolutely but, stuck with. Him. But yeah. Stidham was pretty decent last year against the Niners, and I think a lot of teams have. I think he his like he was wanted by several teams, so. 
there might be something there. But hopefully Russ stays healthy and Mr. Unlimited can pull his C out and win nine oh, games. Oh, God. Christ. I just can't – I can't stop thinking about how they beat the Niners last year by playing a terrible game, and the Niners somehow played worse. That was and essentially just, the, the Broncos' entire season. That's exactly what it looked like. First, they would lose. Game action. Was it like week? Was it week two or three or some shit? It was really early, right? Yeah, it was like three or four, I think. Because it was that like, oh man, you go into Mile High in September and it's going to be a tough game. And the Niners, it was a smelly line, and they somehow lost that game, even though Denver and the offense played terrible, eleven to ten or some shit, like yeah, really low scoring, right? It was, it was horrendous. And I, I wish right now we could bet at Detroit Broncos plus three. That makes my wiener feel funny. Wow, what week is that? It's like week 15 or 16. There's a couple okay. other good ones. I like, uh, I think, uh, let's see here. Oh, Jets, they're one-point uh, underdogs at home. Yeah. That's, that's Broncos I know. all day, baby. Yeah. Kelly was talking about having that one circled, too. And now you've got, I mean, they're going to hype the shit out of that game with all the Hackett, the Peyton and Hackett and – Everybody yep. trolling Peyton on the Jets now. The what is this? The Gilligan hats and everything. Dude, I loved Sean Peyton pulling his like cock out and talking mad shit about uh, shitting Hackett. all over like, Hackett. Dude, just <laughs> destroyed him. You never see that. And Sean Peyton's no. just an old school cat, dude, and he just he does not lit him a up. Fuck. And I was like, yep. that is fucking sick. So, so let's what's go, what's Sean the Payton. better? What's the better bet, Joe? Is the better bet like the season win total over or the play like to make the playoffs? Win total over just because that division is going to be tough. And you could theoretically go 10 and 7 and miss the playoffs in the, the AFC. Yeah, for sure. I mean, okay. it's super top. I mean, the AFC has a ton of good fucking teams, man. And mm-hmm. like I said, I already broke it down. If, if Denver goes 3 and 3 in the division, I think they go over their win total. And I okay. think that's very doable. All right, so there's there's score one for the Denver Broncos. Uh, are you laying it with them week one against those Raiders? That Raiders believes in. Honestly, I think I'm thinking about it. That might make it in there. If it's three and a half, I'm gonna I'll be nervous, but also I think I'll do it. I mean, they don't have Melvin Gordon. What's that? Would you? Didn't it jump up to four and a half recently? Uh, I saw it at three and a half uh, today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, All right, let's four. get it. Four. four. Whatever. Lay it. Lay it. Broncos <laughs> we'll see suck. If it makes it into Joe and Jared's five. Let's get another team in there. Kmart, why don't you go next? Oh, boy. You guys ready for a rant? All right. So, kind of going on the same premise, you know, as last week. Um, you know, I was looking at second year quarterbacks. And I just missed some last week, so I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you know, so mainly Ritter's the pick here. You know, he got into the starting role last season, I think, in week 15. And, you know, he had a decent passing DVOA, you know, on the season. I think it was like 3%, but it was actually 9% after that first game in New Orleans. Uh, so, you know, after he kind of settled, similar to what I said last week, you know, with Pickett, you know, there, there's a theme here. You know, first start, jitters. Uh, you know, looking at Ritter, he definitely has a talent around him. You know, the Falcons use their first-round pick. We all know Bajon Robinson, who you can argue is the best running back. I still think it might be Jamar Gibbs, but 
you know, it's argumentative out there. He's definitely a top talent. You just love those Texas guys. God, I know. Hey, you got to give credit where it's due. Guys, guys should be dead. And after one of those hits and somehow he got up and walked away. Um, But, you know, like, Bajon has a skill set where they can potentially use him like CMC. He's just, he's a freak. He can play wide receiver. He's in running back's body. Shit, he's in, he's in like, like in a linebacker's body, honestly. Uh, but they have Kyle Pitts, Drake London. You know, they got a one-two punch there with now Robinson. So between Pitts, Robinson, they got John Smith. They still have Patterson. They still have Algier as well. You know, the Falcons might be able to play, you know, similar to the 49ers, you know, in that positionless football where they can really move players in and out at the slot, the backfield, a lot of motion. And they're also working beyond a, a pretty legitimate offensive line. And they just drafted Matthew Bergeron out of Syracuse. Shout out Buff. <laughs> Buff. So, you know, now with full season under under their belt as a starter, you know, if Ritter can be like at least above average, you know, in 2023, this offense could be pretty good. Cause, you know, their defense it was pretty good at times last season. So I believe there's, you know, a real possibility this team can win the division with the talent they acquired during the offseason. Not to mention, you know, Matt, you had one of their rivals last week with the Panthers, you know, topping it off with the Saints and Bucks, who all have question marks themselves. You know, all four of these teams, this might be one of the worst divisions. All these teams are probably rated below average. We could make a case for all of them being an underrated team. So it's not like that surprising that Atlanta, you know, can possibly win their division. Um Falcons also added their all-pro safety in Jesse Bates. They added a veteran, Casey Hayward Jr., Bud Dupree. They traded, made a trade with the Lions. They received Jeff Akuda, and Akuda was pretty good last year. He's going to compliment A.J. Terrell, give him you know, two very good cover corners. They got a backup in Taylor Heineke. Case Ritter you know, just falls off a little bit. They also drafted Zach Harrison in the third round, and – He's going to be able. He's going to be complimented by Calais Campbell, who's been one of the top defensive ends, you know, in the last couple seasons. Uh, you know, he's getting older now, but still a good mentor for him. Uh, Matt, I know you don't like this, but Falcons have the second easiest strength of schedule heading into the season. Win total set at eight and a half. I feel like we got a theme here. Um, so kind of similar, ten and seven. I don't think it's crazy to think that they can do that within that division three and three, if they can somehow go four and two, you know, they're going to be set off, you know, really well with that. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's kind of what I'm going with. You know, they just have, they have a pretty bright future. I was not big on them. I think, I mean, Chris, you took money from me last year when they played the Niners. I didn't care about the 10 starters out. I was like, they're trash. Game was over in the first quarter. Um, you know, they just have a plethora of weapons on both sides of the ball. And, you know, I, think they're going to be a good team for a while. I do agree that you could definitely make the case for any of those teams in the division. Um, we did one la- I did one last week with the Panthers. I, I think it, it all comes down to Ritter. So it depends on what you think of him. Uh, Joe, how are you feeling about the Falcons? Um, I don't hate it. I just, I, I like it more because the whole division's dog shit. Like he said, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. 
I, I I just don't really have an opinion, honestly. I don't really give a shit about him. Chris, I thought it was kind of um, kind of high. Is it eight and a half? Kinda? That's what I saw. Unless I saw bad information. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the Saints are expected to be pretty good. Bucks are supposed to be bad, and Panthers just whatever. So, I mean, yeah, you steal a. Steal a few extra wins. I mean, nine and like, you know, now with that 17th game, I mean, it's, you know, you know, 500 anymore. You're going to either be eight and nine or nine and eight. So you got, you got to get them to nine and eight and, you know, in a crazy NFC where people just seem to beat up on each other, especially down that division. How many fun games were there last year in that division? Remember that Panthers game? Oh, where the dude God. got the unsportsmanlike yeah. and they missed yeah. the PH. Oh, yeah. That was a, Freaking wild! That was on the Panthers. Yeah. That was the Panthers guy, though. I think. Yeah, he threw the bomb. But one thing though, I, I'm looking right now. It's eight and a half with like juice to the over at minus one forty four. Well, I think a lot of people are expecting them to be good. Like, I, I wouldn't say it's trendy because I think people are making the case for all all. Well, really, not the Bucks, but the other teams. I'm hearing people make cases for, and. I just think it's a lot of faith in Ritter. Kyle, you're right. He got in late. Well, like he made a couple. I think even the last game he played against Bucks. I'm not backup, comparing so. him to Mahomes, but it's similar. You know how under the tutelage of Alex Smith, then he got a spot start late in the season, so he got a couple more than that. Um, yeah, but Ritter, Ritter fucking kind of, had a kind piece of, like of shit, Mariota. Yeah, but I'm saying he's kind of like him. It's just kind of funny. A similar quarterback who can move, get outside the pocket. They're not going to ask him to do much. I mean, I don't think Ritter is probably going to still hand the ball off 30 times. So as long as he yeah. can find Pitts and London. Isn't Ritter kind of small, like undersized? Thought he was. What was he, a third third round pick? So he probably doesn't have ideal size. He, it's not like he was a highly touted prospect or anything like that. He's decent college. I mean, that Cincinnati team was pretty fun. Uh, I'll say this about the Falcons. They did spend money. I mean, Kyle's right. They got base from Cincy. They had to open up the checkbook for him. I would be worried about them because they're weird because, like, Kyle's right. They have a lot of pieces, and their offense could be really good. But if Ritter's not good, like, what if it becomes a shootout and he's going up against – I don't know who's on their schedule, but if they're playing another really good offense, like are they going to, is he going to match a, a really good quarterback score for score? So they're there. I have no idea what to expect. They're gonna everybody's saying ugly. They're going to win games yeah. by ball control and playing defense and by him yeah. not turning the ball over. They're not going to win. A, I mean, they might win one game 40 to 30 something, but it's going to be fluky. It's probably a defensive score. Defense causes a bunch of turnovers that that set up short fields. But no, like I'm not. I'm not. This whole thing isn't an argument on Ritter being the savior for the Falcons. I just think he's going to be able he just, to do enough. He to just needs to be a little hump. Yeah, average, right? He just yeah, needs like to not be if terrible. He can be a little, like if he can be a little above average, like he. This team could be good, but if he shit, then yeah, like eight and a half, it's not going to come close to it. Yeah, okay. I think I'd rather I'd rather lean to like firing under six and a half for like plus three hundred than firing any kind of over on them. Minus one forty five is fucking ridiculous for that. Yeah, they got to win nine. They got to win for nine. a reason. 
I just everybody's saying the division's supposed to be dog shit. I I think the games are going to be entertaining. Like you guys brought up that Saint, that crazy ass Saint uh, Panther. Wait, was it Panthers? Yeah. It's Panthers, Panthers. Yeah. I mean, these are always a couple of these teams play indoors. You got the Bucks playing in Tampa. They're, oh, yeah, when not, they're never going to have terrible weather. And ripped his helmet yeah, off. Yes. Yeah. yeah, nuts. So hopefully we get a few more of those. All right, Chris, are you going to give us some actual poop or where are you going with yours? Yeah, man, I don't have as much, uh, you know, detail as, as uh, these two gentlemen. I'm just going to go with it's the same thing I did last time with the Bears, except this team won four games last year. Uh, one of them that absolutely gave Joe a broken heart against the uh, the Raiders when Mr. Oh my uh, God. Mr. Interim Coach took over. But, yeah, they had a dog shit coach. They had a rough finish. Um, I mean, they had – they blew the biggest halftime lead in history and, and lose by three uh, to the Vikings. <laughs> they had five one-score losses plus a tie in week uh, one. Don't and forget who they actually beat, Chris. They beat, beat my two. game of the year. Remember, I was like, I remember that. that was caught, the, what was it? Five and a half. Five and a half. Yes. And I was like, it was after said, they got yeah, shut I, out, right? Yes. Didn't they get shut out the week before? Yes. And we got on the Sunday night recap yes. pod and we said, snap call, auto bet Colts next week against yeah, the Chiefs. Awesome. So they won outright. Gave out Colts money line on the pod and then they fucking win it. That was like, that was sick. I, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of that one. And then, all right, Chris, moved, make the case. And yeah. then the week after they beat the Raiders, they go home as home dogs and almost beat the Philly. Uh, Philly, the team that went to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you look at the numbers, they're middle of the road on O-line, middle of the road. I mean, they're like anywhere from 15 to 18 in both categories. So they're ho-hum there. Uh, But, I mean, you're getting a low win total. You're getting six and a half. So you're getting a team that can go seven and ten and you hit your bet. I don't like that it's a little bit juiced, but that just – it just is kind of stinky because it's like why is this team that a lot of people think, you know – didn't get better and they only won four games last year in Vegas as well. Now they're going to win maybe three games more. So, and, and, you know, we don't know the cool thing. Like we said, we don't know if Richard shit is a bus, at least like Joe said, here we go, Chris, look at Indianapolis. Hell yeah, yeah. Joe is just there. It's a bad. Oh man. Here. That logo is so sick. Sure. <laughs> I'll show the logo. Hold on. Yeah. The old, uh, bucking Colt. Oh. So sick. Cool. And the helmet like hanging off of the fucking, uh, horse. Yeah. Yeah, the horse. And we all love Mr. fucking mustache Garden, Gardner Minshew. We know that he gives you at least – He ain't playing. It's Trent Richardson. I know. I'm saying if Richardson is a, is dog shit, you've got at least an option to Trent come. Richardson's out of the league. When he's dog shit. <laughs> huh? Not Trent, Trent Richardson. Richardson. Other Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Trent Anthony. Richardson. Man, that was a that's a good callback, though. Yeah, Trent. But, uh, yeah, and then – you know, I think they, they still have weapons. They have Kyle's boy, Pittman, that's going to catch uh, 110 catches for 10 touchdowns. And nobody gives a fuck about your fantasy football. <laughs> and then, and everyone probably thinks everyone hates the owner. I mean, I haven't heard anybody. We always say we like to talk about teams. I haven't heard one. I've, I told you guys, v was talking about this team might be one of the worst. They have a lot of games on their schedule where they're playing other teams that also have like six, seven 
you know, they play Houston twice. They've got the Rams who are supposed to be down. They've got, you know, Carolina. New England only has a seven and a half win total. And they finished with Atlanta, Las Vegas, Houston. So, I mean, they, they could go two and one those last three. So, like Joe said, you get a, you know, you win a, a few in your division. Uh, Titans aren't supposed to be that good. Houston's down. Steal one from the Colts, hopefully in week one, home doggy. I mean, from the Jags. And, uh, you know, then you're, you're in it and get to, get to seven and ten. So, I'm going to do it. Hold my nose. I know our boy Cheese is a Colts fan. And he says they're going to blow. But uh, I think that's what, that's the narrative. So, give me the poop. Well, we texted about it, Chris. You go from their last uh, – one year ago now, they're a dark horse to win the Super Bowl, right? And then every single thing goes wrong, and now they have one of the lowest win totals in the league. So is what they actually are somewhere in the middle? I guess we'll see. Uh, Kmart, you're a Colts guy. What do you think? Can you, is there hope, or are they actually going to be scum? Well, I'm, I'm a I'm a Colts guy by marriage because my brother-in-law is a, is a big Colts fan. So I actually think we're going to go to Indianapolis for the Colts Saints game on October 29th, which which really hurts me because it's also the same weekend where the Niners and Bengals play. But oh, you know, be fun. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, my brother-in-law is not high on them this year. I was talking, you know, a couple weeks ago with them. Shocker. And, you know, he was the one where or he was telling me about their defensive issues. So I don't even think they're going to be middle of the pack. Like, I, I mean, I would be looking at like Richardson passing yards over. Forest, that's all because, I have to say. Yeah. They're going to be passing a lot. Like they're going to be behind and gate. Like he and CJ Stroud, man, probably take those types of overs. Cause I mean, they're going to have to air it out. Cause they're going to be playing from behind at least tech, at least the Texans have a good defense, but the Colts, um, Offensive line, it's not what it was two years ago. So even if they have Jonathan Taylor, he's probably just going to break his ankle again because he had one good year and now he wants money. So no, no one who even likes the Colts thinks they're going to be anything this year. Chris, that sounds perfect. Yeah, that sounds like an over to me. <laughs> yeah, that's like the opposite of the Bears, right? Everyone thinks that they might be decent. <clears throat> All the fame. I like their weapons on offense, but it's like, I mean, their defense, man, I think it could be well, pretty good. I mean, they had the sixth highest sack rate last year. I mean, that's pretty good if you're getting to the quarterback and shit. But, you know. Um, yeah, but they point. lost a lot of those guys that helped build that pressure. I mean, uh, and you got you can't just think that sacks correlate with the defensive line. Like, they lost their corners. You can get covered sacks, too. They lost their Absolutely. linebackers. That blitz in. Like, you know, all the twists and stunts that they can run. They don't have the same players. Like that stat's meaningless this year, in my opinion. They lost one of those corners because the dad just likes to degen. <laughs> no, he's just like us. Game or a something. Fan of parlays. <laughs> just he, he just likes to fire three one teamers. What's us. wrong with that? One of us. <laughs> amazing. That I mean, that's another one too. That every everybody talks about the AFC South and how <laughs> shitty everybody's going to be outside of Jacksonville, and I just hope we get some crazy ass games between the the jags and the colts and the texans and the colts and i don't know you know titans colts will be on a random ass thursday at some point and maybe that'll be a good game i don't know i think it's it's kind of a fun bet because you have no idea what richardson's gonna be he he might not be able to complete many passes he or maybe he's, Trey Lance, maybe he's better. fucking good oh god it can't be worse <laughs> than that um feels like he, 
what if he's fucking good? I don't, that's the thing with these rookies. Like you never know. Like what if they light it? What if they light it up week one and beat Jacksonville? And everyone's like, oh fuck, like, this guy can play. And it, he's the most athletic fuck too. who's ever played quarterback at the combine. So shoot. Yeah. Who knows? Isn't he older too? Uh don't, I'm not sure. I, just, I know Hendon Hooker's old, but Hendon Hooker like, is, yeah. I feel like Richardson is you gotta love the corn fed boys up there in Indiana. All right. Anybody else we want to like rapid fire on real quick? Buff asked about the Ram- Chris, he was asking about your Rams last week. We didn't get to them. That's another. I mean, I made the case that there's a world out there where they might be the worst team in the league if everyone gets hurt again. Could you see? I'm kind of high on the Rams. Could, okay. Could you see them maybe being scrappy early? Like if every once everyone's healthy and not hurt yet, like. Week Maybe one, best bet, plus five and a half. Dead number. Dead number. Probably won't land five. Don't worry. Never does. No, I, I think I don't think a Sean McVay team that's healthy is going to be fucking the worst team in the league. Yeah, I think McVay always has potential to win. Everybody's so low on him right now, too. So yeah. fade the public. I'm afraid of what Matt said last week, that they're going to tank for Caleb. They ain't doing that. McVeigh's <laughs> not going to. team has ever tanked a season. McVeigh's not going to fucking tank a season for the potential of getting Caleb. Yeah, he doesn't seem the, know you like the tank type, does he? No, absolutely not. He'll fucking retire before he he tanks. He already, he already talked about retiring after the Super Bowl. I know. Listen to the Playmakers podcast. Shout out. That shit is badass. Mm-hmm. He like all he cares about is winning. He there's no fucking chance in hell he's gonna tank. He's gonna try to win every fucking game. I hope you're right. Matt scared me last week. I just wonder if it starts going south. Like, all right, Stafford, like we can shut it down. All right, Cooper Cup, we can shut it down. Why is like, they could be scrappy? That. They, they, they could be scrappy. They could be scrappy and still lose. I mean, they had no fucking picks the last few years. Like they got to restock at some point. I don't think they're going to lose on purpose, but they might not be good enough. They, 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 their whole fucking defense outside Aaron Donald is a bunch of like fourth and fifth round picks that nobody knows if they can even play. They've lost everyone other than just the top heavy guys. I mean, they're always a top-heavy team, but they're starting to rebuild already, trading like uh, that cocksucker Ramsey and stuff. So we'll I see. <laughs> I don't know. They could they could be decent. They could have a repeat of last year. It's I I wouldn't bet on guys like Stafford to stay healthy. That's for sure. Yeah, Not wasn't his point. arm kind of DED? Yeah, capital letters DED. Yeah, like dead arm. So we'll see. Any other rapid fire ones that? People want to shout out. Fuck you, Chris. Bears under. They're going to suck again. <laughs> Bears going to bear. Bears going to bear. All right, dads. Let's do um, next week. Let's do overvalued. We'll talk about uh, overrated teams. And instead of looking for some of the poop in the middle of the pack teams, we'll try to poke holes in some of the ones that are expected to be good and see if we can find a couple of hot unders. Dads have been good at that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jets. <clears throat> there you go. All right, so we'll, we'll we'll get into overvalued teams next week. We're gonna a couple of us are gonna have a good time in Vegas this weekend and hang out with some good friends. So for the dads, make sure you're following us on X. 
at Fade U Sports. <laughs> Subscribe to the pod. Got a couple more shows before the season kicks off. Chris, what happens sometimes when you bet on poop? Well, you take the Royals, you know, catching uh, plus 180 at home. They're down 4-1. Uh, base is loaded. It's okay. It's not dead, but it's not what they do. So now I get no hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.